Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you guys for joining our podcast. Um, this is 11th Lab, the house of autodactism. Uh, I am your host, Carlos Young. Uh, just to give you guys an introduction of who I am, um, I am actually in education, and this is uh, my first time actually doing a podcast. I'm super excited about it. Um, uh, just kind of got into this because I'm into uh, reading a lot of literature. I'm into a lot of self-help books. And I just thought, what better way to try to reach a broader audience um, than try to go online and do the social media things and, of course, get into doing podcasts. Um, I've been in education now for, uh, well, I've been in education since I was 23. Um, I'm actually 36 now. Um, I've had every job that you can imagine in the education system um, on a lower level. Um, I've been everything uh, except a custodian. I've been a substitute teacher. I've been a tutor. I've taught um, physical education, um, social studies, so to speak. Um, I've been um, a computer lab facilitator. Um, You name it, I've just about done it. Um, Haven't really taught any advanced classes, um, although I do have a um, advanced degree. That's not something that I hang my hat on. But just a little bit about myself. I just wanted to get into this to try to reach a broader audience and just to share my thoughts, um, especially those positive things. And so here at um, 11th Lab, the House of Autodactism, the thing that we focus on is mindset. While it does revolve around a lot of other topics, um, we believe in um, teaching yourself and self-learning. While we do not discredit the secondary education arena or the post-secondary arena, we do feel like that um, you should be a lifelong learner. And in doing so, you should just let your curiosity uh, take over. In most cases, if it doesn't cause you any harm or danger, then be curious about things and get out there and you know just explore. Uh, you never know what new skills you may learn or that you may already be really good at. You just never really thought to tap into uh, that particular skill because you never had to have it on display. And so with that being said, um, since this is the first podcast uh, and the thing that we revolve um, our posts about and our discussions revolves around mindset, the first thing that I actually want to talk about is having the right mindset. And to me, what that means is that um, there's actually um, a video that you guys can find on YouTube. Um, it's actually under the title 11th Lab, the House of Autodactism. And I talk about mindset, so to speak. Uh, there's a, a passage that I pulled from uh, one of these books that I read. And like I told you guys earlier, I love to read books. Um, and it's not over a period of time that I just read, let's say, uh, a certain amount of books in a week or a month. There's just books that I read over time. And I can honestly say that I don't read them from cover to cover. In some cases, I go through and I use them as reference uh, references. And so this particular book that I pulled from was actually called Leadership Goal. And it's by John C. Maxwell. And in this particular book, why it talks about leadership uh, there was a passage in there, and I won't quote it verbatim, 
uh, but I'll just kind of paraphrase about what it talks about. And it talks about that when we as individuals set out to conquer the world, then we may fall subject to a lot of mistakes because we can get caught up in forgetting what our initial purpose was for pursuing whatever that goal or that dream or that aspiration was. Um, we can be influenced to go against whatever we initially had um, thought our morals or our beliefs were. And that can be done through money. That can be done through fame, popularity, um, likes. Uh, that can be done through several things. Um, it's very easy for us to get or at least for, you know, for some individuals to get caught up in that, um, that kind of situation and lose sight of who their authentic and genuine self is. And so he goes on to say that when we set out to conquer the world, that we are foolish, but when we are wise, we set out to conquer ourselves. And so to me, what that means in a nutshell is that once we set out to conquer our mindset and that means to really get in touch with who we are and find ways to express who we genuinely are. Then we tap into a whole set of, um, in my mind, um, talents and skills that we didn't necessarily know that we had because we were just kind of flying by the seat of our pants. And so developing the right mindset is extremely important for those of you that are going to decide to pursue your dreams, your aspirations, those life goals that you set, you have to make certain that you work on yourself first. And what I mean by that is the mind is a powerful thing. And you've heard that so many times before. It's very cliche-ish. Um, you know, what does that mean? The mind is a powerful thing. And believe it or not, and there's probably actually research that's out there um, that can, you know, vouch for this, that... If you think certain thoughts, then those thoughts will determine whether or not you're able to pursue or accomplish or sustain whatever that goal or that dream or that aspiration is that you're chasing. And I'll give you the perfect example of that. I've used it several times before. If you have two men standing at the bottom of a, or the foot of a mountain, you have one individual that says, there's no way I can climb that mountain. But you have another individual that says, oh man, it's going to be a, a rough road, but I'm determined to make it to the peak of that mountain. And you ask yourself, which one of those individuals are correct? And the right answer is that they both are. And you've heard this said many different times before, but if I think I can't climb, climb the mountain, then I won't be able to climb the mountain. If I think that I can climb the mountain, then it's a chance that I, I give myself a better chance at succeeding at that. And that's the way that the mind operates. And so you have to consciously think about what you're thinking about. And you've heard that before, too. And there's actually literature out there. Um, I can't quote the exact um, author, but I have come across um, literature that, you know, that does um, agree with that, that statement that I just made, that um, you have to be conscious about the things that you're thinking about. And... It's almost like if I'm about to take a test and in my mind, I'm panicking, saying, oh, man, there's no way that I'm ready for this. And I know that I've studied and I've taken the time and I put the time in to be prepared for that test. I can go into that test prepared and talk myself out of it. 
uh, you know, by the things that I'm consciously thinking. And so the way that you can become conscious of thinking about what you're thinking is when you notice yourself thinking, then really tap into those thoughts that are running through your mind. And those that are not in line or not in agreement with you accomplishing your goal, then for me, what I normally say is I just say delete. Like I actually say that word out loud. And for me, what that does is that allows me to move past that thought. Not saying that I won't have those thoughts, but that allows me to move past that thought and focus on what I'm actually trying to do. And for me, uh, from past experiences, and you'll hear about those in later podcasts and later episodes, um, they've helped me having that particular mindset. And it's not something that I've mastered to where I can always be in that frame of mind, but I have had tons of experiences where I've been engaged and locked in in that particular mindset. And to be honest, it's helped me overcome some of the uh, the largest eyes that you could possibly think of. And um, I just think that having the mindset is a critical point in you pursuing and accomplishing, sustaining those desires, those dreams that you have. And I know I keep saying that, but that's a critical step. That's a critical point that we have to make certain that we tune into and we try to, you know, possibly master. And if not master, then be able to consciously tap into it. Um, It'll be great if we could all just, you know, live in that mindset. But we know that life happens and in some situations it's harder than other times to actually you know, live in that mindset 100% of the time. Because, you know, you have some of the greatest athletes. Um, and, you know, I am a little biased because I am a LeBron James fan. And you've seen some of the things that he's been able to do. But even, you know, some of the greatest athletes, some of the greatest performers, at some point in time, they have um, their doubts. And, you know, they, they have those doubts, but they are strong enough to, to reel themselves back in because they're consciously thinking about what they're thinking about. Um, And I just believe having that mindset will allow you to have a a better life because I think it applies to all situations um, that you come in contact with, whether it's um, if you fill out an application for your dream job and, you know, unfortunately you may not get it your first try, you know, a weak mindset or, a mindset that's not aligned with the one that we're particularly talking about in this podcast. You know, you may try for that job and interview and interview well, and you don't get it for whatever reason. And you may just, you know, start to feel sorry for yourself, have a pity party and refuse to even try again. But having that strong mindset is going to allow you to say, hey, you know what? I didn't get it that time. You know, maybe it's bigger and better out there for me. And you're going to keep going. You're going to keep trying. Um, and so that applies to, you know, even relationships that applies to you know, sports that applies to, you know, a lot of different things is just having the mindset. And usually um, when you have that mindset, what it basically means to me is that, you know, you're not going to let um, any kind of adversity come in and just stop you dead in your tracks and cause you to say, you know what, <clears throat> maybe I'm not good enough. Uh, you know, maybe I'm not 
you know, I'm not cut out for this kind of situation. Now, I know there are some situations like, say, for instance, I can't just wake up tomorrow and say, I'm going to go and um, uh, take the test to be a school administrator if I've never set foot inside of a high school or a middle school or I've never even spoken to a person that is an administrator. Having a mindset is one thing because it's going to help you with what our next topic is going to be about is perseverance, but we'll cover that in just a second. But having that mindset is going to allow you to have the motivation and the confidence to take those steps necessary so that you can um, accomplish um, those dreams and you can sustain uh, the position that you accomplish or, you know, you can sustain uh, those lifelong goals once you get to that point. And so don't be confused by thinking that, oh, you know, I got the mindset I can be anything I want to be. That's true to some aspect. That's true to some, you know, to some degree. But you still have to take the necessary steps towards actually becoming what it is that you want to become. Like I told you guys um, when I first started talking here that, uh, well, maybe not here, but on my video that, you know, I wanted to get into doing podcasts to doing vlogs um, to creating a, a social presence or to creating a presence on the social media outlets, then it's something that I had to work at. You know, I made up in my mind that it was something that I wanted to do. But throughout the first month, I didn't expect to all of a sudden have 10,000 followers or receive, you know, tons of likes. It's something that I realized that I would work toward. And having that right mindset allows me to trust the process is basically what I'm saying. Having that mindset allows you to trust the process that you're going to go, go through the steps necessary to get to that certain point. And once you get to that certain point, that mindset is going to allow you and help you to sustain that point and be successful while operating there. And so that will move us into our second topic. Yo, as we move into our sepic, our second, I'm sorry, got a little tongue tied there. As we move into our second topic of this episode, um, this topic is going to be entitled Perseverance. And I think that it goes hand in hand with um, having the right mindset. If you remember, uh, we talked about exactly what that mindset means and all of the things that it applies to. And so perseverance is a huge aspect of having the right mindset. Um, I don't think that you can have one without the other. They kind of go hand in hand. And you remember me saying earlier that let's say, for instance, that you apply for that job and it's been the dream job. It's been it's been your dream job, something that you've always been wanting to do. You fill out the application right. Um, you apply for the job and for whatever reason, uh, they don't pick you. And so 
having the mindset to continue to go on is critical while also understanding that you have to be willing to persevere. And so there's going to be some things um, that you're going to try to do uh, that's going to be that's going to take mental perseverance. And there's some things that you're going to try to do that's going to take uh, physical perseverance. And so all perseverance is and that's not to minimize it by saying all it is. Perseverance is um, having, uh, you know, that determination, that willpower to continue on regardless of how hard it looks, regardless of how um, physically uh, stressful it gets, that perseverance means that you're going to stick it out. And so in order to be able to do so, you have to have had developed a mind that's going to allow you to try to see the good or try to see the positive in all situations that happen. And so um, it's important, you know, when you're on the journey to try to accomplish or try to um, fulfill those dreams or those aspirations that you have, that you have perseverance to go along with you. Um, And I'll give you um, an example. Um, For instance, I am still to this day a basketball fanatic and um, the first part of my life um, for a good many years I gave a lot to the game of basketball because of how I you know anticipated my future would be but of course you also heard me say in this podcast that I've been in education since I was 23 and so um, of course the earlier parts of my life I did give a lot to the game of basketball because you know I think that's a majority of every young boy's dream is to one day play in the NBA. And, you know, not to just try to sit up here and try to brag on myself, but the boy was nice, you know. Um, I was a standout high school kid, standout athlete. Of course, I was not an All-American, um, but I was a high school standout. And um, just kind of, you know, not being mature enough kind of did some things along the way that messed up my opportunities a little bit to go on and play ball on a bigger stage. Uh, but at the time, um, my mind was that I was going to do whatever I needed to do to try to get to um, the professional level of that particular sport. And so while I had that mindset that it was going to be hard to knock me off, uh, it was going to be hard to try to get me to change my mind and to finally accept the fact that maybe I wasn't created to play professional basketball. I did all of the things that you need to do. And I had a lot of heartbreak and pain along the way. But because my mindset was, this is something that I'm going to do. This is something that I'm going to pursue. Regardless of what stands in front of me, regardless of how hard it gets, I'm still going to chase it. That's where the perseverance came in. And so, you know, to give you a long story short, Um, graduating from high school uh, like I said earlier because of some immature things that I had done and said and you know was a part of um, I didn't have any scholarship offers and you know in some situations kids allow their dreams to die right there you know nobody offered me a scholarship I think that I'm good enough to have a scholarship forget it I'm gonna just do something else but that wasn't my mindset I didn't get any offers um I wasn't even on, at the time, um, they used to have athletes on a protective list, which meant that in order for you to play basketball, 
at another college, they had to release you from that list for you to even be eligible to play. And so the particular college that I was not on a release um, on a release schedule or release list was for Southwest Community College in Summit, Mississippi, Macomb, Mississippi, some say. Um, so I spent a good majority of my summer between my high school and my freshman year of college um, having highlight tapes made on my own at my own expense taking um, film that was recorded and you know not to tell my age but uh, some you know some people listening to this podcast may not have the first clue of what a VHS tape is or what it even looks like but my um, highlight tapes were all on VHS tapes and um, to let you know even how far or how long ago that was there was no DVD or no situation where you could put your highlight tapes on a CD or something like that. So I, you know, knew this guy. Um, there was a friend of the family. He had his own um, video uh, photography service, and I got all of the highlight tapes from my high school, um, especially those games which I played really good in. And I went through <laughs> and wrote down the times. Um, you know, where that that play was or that shot was or that you know, dribble move was and took these tapes to this guy. He actually went through and made me some highlight tapes, made me a highlight tape. I'll never forget it like it was yesterday, man. My highlight tape um, had the Chicago Bulls um, theme song on it. And some of you may remember what that is. If I'm not mistaken, I think they even use it to this day. Um, I was a huge uh, Michael Jordan fanatic. You know, my dream was I would be able to play for the Chicago Bulls one day. But here I was not even having a scholarship offer, uh, but still chasing after what I believe it was meant for me to do. And so I got those highlight tapes done. I spent the almost the entire summer sending out highlight tapes to different colleges in Mississippi, in Louisiana. You know, just asking, not necessarily asking for a scholarship, but, you know, asking these coaches if their roster was full, was completed already. And if not, any spots that they had available, if they were not already guard heavy. And what that means is anybody that had a position for either the one or the two guard, I was interested in it. And so I sent out these highlight tapes. I got on the phone. I called these coaches. I emailed these coaches. And by that time, you know, because coaches do recruiting uh, throughout the year and especially while the season is going on. And so here I was at the end of the season. Uh, the season had long been over and we were now in the summer and I'm trying to see if there's any scholarships available. And so I sent out these tapes. I called these coaches. Um, you know, they all were kind of telling me the same thing. I even had one instance where I sent a highlight tape to the University of New Orleans and talked to who I assume was either the head coach or the assistant coach about, you know, possibly coming down for an open run to try out for the team. And this guy tells me, um, hey, a tape doesn't lie. We have one more scholarship available. We're going to offer it to you. And so, you know, I'm ecstatic. I, I call my mom. I tell my friends, hey, man, you know, I wasn't even offered a scholarship out of high school. And here I am about to receive a scholarship to a four-year university that's out of state. You know, no money out of my pocket. And I'm, and I'm going to be an athlete, a college athlete which was also one of my dreams. And so we were supposed to go down. This happened on a Friday um, where I talked to this individual. 
And I told my family we were supposed to go down Monday to kind of tour the campus to kind of see, you know, and get an idea of what to expect because I'm, you know, I'm, I was a country boy from little old Smithdale, Mississippi, a population probably under, I don't know, 3,000 people, if that. And so going to the city was something really big for me and my family. And so I just had a gut feeling. I called a guy back on Monday to try to confirm that we were still going to uh, have the campus tour and someone answered the phone and didn't have an idea of what I was talking about. And so, oh man, that messed me up for a little while. Like I was devastated. But again, that goes back to the mindset that I had at the time. You know, that would have been enough to, you know, break an individual to just say, hey, you know what, man, this ain't for me. Like, why am I constantly pursuing something that is obviously not meant for me to do? But um, I took my lick and I kept going. It hurt, but I kept going. And so eventually, out of all the highlight tapes that I had sent, I got a call back um, from a college coach at a junior college, um, actually Holmes Community College in Goodman, Mississippi. And what I came to find out later on that I was actually kind of stalking this guy. And so I didn't realize until after the fact that my mom had talked to him on the phone. It was just like, hey. Either you want to give him a chance or you don't, but please don't lead him on. And so the coach called me and he told me, hey, you know, I seen your highlight tape. Um, I think you, you know, are a decent player. And he invited me to an open run that they were going to have. And so this was probably about, I don't know, a month and a half before school or two months before school was about to start. And so me pursuing my dream I didn't even really know where I was going to school at. And I didn't even really know what I was going to major in because I only was concerned about playing college basketball. And so I go down, I you know, participate in the open run. I'm the only kid there from the Macomb area. Everyone else is from uh, Jackson, Mississippi, or they have some individuals that's uh, from a little further out. But some of the players he was already kind of familiar with he had seen them play high school ball. He had never seen me play other than the time that he saw my highlight tape. And so we had the open run. We played three games of five on five. There were about three or four teams. Uh, my team ended up winning two games and losing one. And then after the fact, I talked to him, the coach on the side, individually. Um, and he told me that he was impressed with what I had done. He felt like I was an above average player for my height. And let me just back up and tell you guys this too. Um, of course, at this time, there is no, uh, there may be some footage somewhere, but I was probably about five, eight, five, nine on a good day, you know, maybe five, nine and a half, but I had about a 44 inch vertical jump, man. And so I could stand right under a 10 foot basket and jump straight up without taking a step and dunk two hands, um, especially playing what we call sandlot ball, or we played on dirt courts and we played on <clears throat> the outside concrete courts. Oh man, like I did my thing. You know, like I was a I was a short guy, but I was a big dunker. And so, you know, he was impressed with that while I did not dunk in either of the three games. Um, like he, he understood and he realized that I could jump, I could shoot the ball. I was a slasher, I could get to the basket. And so that played in my favor. Um, so still not being offered a scholarship, I enrolled at the school because I felt like that was my, my best chance to receive a scholarship. He only had one scholarship left and there were probably about 
six other kids that was trying out. And so, like I said, I realized I said I was going to make this uh, a short story, but I just want to tell you some of the details. I want you to pay attention to it because it plays right into the hands of um, what we're talking about, mindset and perseverance. And so I enrolled in the school. They had just built a new dormitory for the men that was uh, card swipe activated. So what that means is that it was the new state-of-the-art buildings. Um, the athletic dorm is what they called it, but because I didn't have a scholarship, I was not allowed to stay in that dormitory yet. I had to stay in uh, the dorms that were pretty old and run down. Uh, but again, my mindset was, I'm going to give it everything I got until he tells me I didn't get the scholarship. And so uh, we practiced, man, we must have practiced um, Obviously, we practiced before we were supposed to, and I found that out later on uh, when I became an adult and I actually coached for a little while. Um, there were times that we were practicing and we were not supposed to be practicing, but we went to uh, a middle school or elementary school, and the coach would hand um, the workout regiment to the captain of that team and have him to run the practice. But, like, I tried out for that team, I guarantee you, for about three months, man, before he actually made a decision. And, you know, it eventually got to the point where I was like, man, like, what if I'm just doing all this for nothing? You know, but that goes back to what my mindset was. And I believed that there was some chance that I was going to be able to to make that team, you know, with all of the odds that were stacked against me. And so I, I honestly believe hindsight is twenty twenty, and looking backwards that, had I not had the mindset and the ability to persevere, there's no way I would have made it as far as I did because we had some grueling practices. We had some grueling drills that we done. Uh, there was a situation where I got into it with a guy uh, that I thought was on the team at the time but really was not on the team. Just had kind of followed his uh, his homeboys to the college. It was just kind of hanging out in their dormitory. Like I had some situations that could have easily broke me and could have easily um, made me want to just do away with the idea of even playing ball. But I, I, I stuck with it. And what happened is uh, eventually I did. I was awarded the scholarship. Um, oh, well, let me back up. I was awarded a partial scholarship. Um, and that's another story for another episode. <clears throat> but I got a partial scholarship and I had worked my butt off for about three months, man. And you know, I had put in the work. I had did the things that I was supposed to do. And I earned a, a partial scholarship. And, of course, Pell Grant for me was able to pay the rest of the, uh, the tuition. But even just that instance of getting the partial scholarship when knowing all along that I was working for a full scholarship um, could have been enough to break me, could have been enough to, to send me on my way to just do away with basketball, but I didn't. And so, you know, lastly... Um, I made the team, I got the partial scholarship, and ended up not even re receiving that much playing time. Um, and, you know, to this day, I mean, there's no need to cry about spoiled milk, but I just feel like um, the situations and the experiences that I had, it set me up for, not necessarily set me up, that's the wrong term. It put me in a position to be able to withstand some of the other challenges that I would have later in life. And so I needed that to happen exactly the way that it did because it allowed me to um, 
to reach the success that I've reached in other areas. And so that's just, you know, a little backstory on me and, you know, just making it as relatable as possible about having the right mindset, you know, having perseverance or things that you're going to need to be successful to accomplish those goals, um, even more so to even try to sustain it. Um, you're going to need the right mindset. And so if nothing else, perseverance, it, it helps you build something lasting. And for me, it may not have allowed me to build a career in playing basketball, but it did allow me to build and sustain that mindset that I had as I was pursuing that dream. And it created a memory for me that I really believe is a big part of who I eventually became and who I'm ultimately becoming. And so it also creates a story that's worth telling. You know, I think that's a pretty good story. And with me working in education, you know, I have that story in my pocket whenever I talk to a kid that may be experiencing the same kind of situation. You know, I've been there. I've done that. This is what I did to, to get through it. This is what I did to overcome it. And so um, perseverance is extremely important. And so that concludes um, our second topic for today. Um, Hey guys, here we are back again, um, coming in for the last segment of this podcast. Um, I just want to reiterate the topics that we covered today. The first topic that we covered was mindset. And we talked about how mindset, you have to have the right mindset to overcome whatever adversities are thrown at you throughout your life because adversities are inevitable. They're going to happen. And the second topic that we talked about was just having perseverance, how, you know, having um, that lasting mindset that you're going to persevere, that you're going to go through whatever the situation is because you believe that there's something uh great waiting for you at the end of whatever that uh, it seems like impossible task mentally or physically that you're currently going through or that you may have to go through eventually. And we talked about how they both mindset and perseverance go hand in hand. You can't really have one without the other. Um, you need to have the mindset that, you know, to understand that there's going to be things that you're going to have to go through, but you also have to have the perseverance to go through it. And you can't have the perseverance to go through adversities if you don't have the right mindset. And I know I probably just said a lot right there. Hopefully, hopefully I didn't confuse anyone. Um, lastly, I want to encourage you guys to make certain that you follow me. You can follow me on Instagram at 11th underscore lab underscore LLC. You can follow me on Facebook at 11th lab. You can also follow me on Twitter at 11th lab. And so, guys, I just want to tell you that I appreciate you guys for tuning in with us today on this podcast, 11th Lab, the House of Autodactism. I hope that you found this information, um, hope that you got something from this information. I hope that something that was said resonated with you. Be certain to uh, check back with us to see our weekly uploads uh, for this particular podcast. And so until next time, guys, remember, it's always a great time to learn something new.